Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. The two branches of the military that are meeting their recruiting goals, the Marines, and you have a sense of why the Marines, and the tiny Space Force met their targets, but not the Navy. The Army fell 15,000 short of an enlistment goal of 60,000. The Navy's goal was 37,700, brought in just 31,834. Now, some of it, the argument is there's a lot of DEI nonsense, a lot of that stuff uh, going on here. So the Navy has decided what they're going to do is by dropping standards even further. Uh, they, the guy wrote this at Red State, says, I don't mean just with its drag queen ambassador by tossing out a GED or high school diploma requirement. Lowering standards have been recommended to the military brass in order to improve diversity metrics, as was ignoring criminal records and other issues, except to show up on their agenda soon, soon enough. The Navy could drop DEI or drop its standards to choosing to drop standards. Uh, so what they're doing is basically coming up with some kind of metric where if you meet it, you don't need a high school diploma. I mean, th- this is the most basic type of stuff. We get it, the college battle and all that. But what's a high school diploma today? It's like being in the sixth grade or seventh grade in previous years. A friend in the Army just texted me saying, uh, now Navy can recruit Ghost Card individuals. <laughs> <laughs> So if, uh, if you've been in the Navy particularly, how far does this go that you keep on lowering standards? And all we see, you know, when they do their ad campaigns are how much technology is involved, how much you're an Army of One, all kinds of recruiting things. Now, there's other reasons. I don't know if it's solely due to Biden as commander in chief. It depends upon the president, too. It depends upon the mood of the country. But you cannot get rid of something like this and then say uh, the one guy in charge of recruiting said our numbers have already gone up. We have about 24, 2,500 people right there who we think should be in the Navy, but they don't have a uh, what did he call a credential requirement. I mean, it's a high school diploma. Is that uh, is that being elitist snobbery? So what? He didn't go to high school. They think he can do it. Put him out there in the Navy. Really? Then what's all that talk of how much more high technology, how much more mechanized? It's not like it used to be to be in the Navy. I mean, are there jobs in the Navy that wouldn't require technology, that just require basic, you know? Yeah, but basic, you don't have a high school diploma. What does that say about you? What What's the rationale there? Yeah, that why, that why didn't you graduate? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then why didn't you even fulfill with a GED or something? Uh, around this, but uh, you'll see more of this. Eight five five eight three nine twelve. How do you drive recruitment if not lessening the requirements? 
Yeah, because I feel well, like the inevitability that they're trying to prevent here is a draft, is it not? Well, yeah, but what we're saying, okay, but then you may have to give uh, more. I'm fine, but if it costs more, give uh, pay the military okay. more. Yeah, that makes sense. Definitely, yeah. that's one. Offer uh, opportunities. I mean, I haven't done the research as they have. Tell us what they are. But the argument is they are missing some target. Uh, there's too much woke stuff here, and that turns off any number of people from saying, I want to notice the Marines met their goals. And what is it that drives the Marines? The few, the brave, the proud. It is something that is um, taken as, wow, that guy's a Marine. Now, I realize the advantage they have. They're almost going to be smaller. It's always going to be a different type of thing. The Space Force with Trump is novel. I'm not sure about that branch. I thought it was, I get it, the future and all. But the Army missed their goals, and they're not going down the same path as the Navy. It's more than Navy. 855-839-1210. To Dan's point, it's the same thing with police. What is it that you have to do to bring in more people that are higher quality people? Well, they have to think of the mission, restore that. They have to believe in that. And if you're a cop in Philadelphia, we told you in the last hour about this shooting near Kensington, that the whole world now jumps at what they're looking to do with these cops, if they can, for example, they're going to try to pin on them. This is what it's about. I should have put a button on it. They're going to try to pin on them that stop and frisk doesn't work. They're starting already that stop and frisk is going to end up in situations like this. Now, stop and frisk done constitutionally way back when with Rudy Giuliani is what tamed New York City. It's called Terry Scott stops. Uh, former DA Seth Williams has been on here. Uh, we've gone to great levels of laying out the effectiveness of this, how it can be done. And apparently they saw this guy. They believe beyond a probable cause he's carrying a weapon, maybe an illegal weapon as he goes into this place. It's kind of seedy. And then all hell breaks loose. So just let him go then. Is, is that what cops are supposed to do? These cops are flying in the face. They, they ought to be just commended that they're actually doing their job. They're actually being proactive here. And as it stands now, I don't see anything they violated. This can be done constitutionally. If you don't want to do this, then shut up telling us about uh, gunfire in Philadelphia, people being killed and all that in the NRA. Can't have it both ways. Same thing with the military here, though. You know, what's in it for someone in the Navy? Now, Robert and Ben Salem, we'll go to him here in a moment, though. I you know, might be able to tell us a little bit better. What's the incentive? What is it that you need, not just to get people, but to get high-quality people? Let's start doing that. Are we spending too much on all these boondoggles versus paying the military? Now, that ought to be something that's the first thing you think about rather than all this exotic stuff that may or may not pan out. Get very capable people, motivate it. And if that means more pay, then pay them more. But uh, this uh, article at Red State says, well, they wanted more diversity. So they're doing all kinds of things that might be accomplishing a little bit of that, but they're losing sight of uh, a lot of recruits who are turned off by that. DEI in the military. And they thought that's the salvation, that's the way to go. 
All right, let me go to uh, Robert in Ben Salem on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Robert, welcome in. Hi, Dom, Dan. It's good to talk to you guys again. Same um, here. It's a real simple fix. Just get rid of all the D. De- Everything that's been done the last three years, get rid of it, and we'll be fine. Because enlistment is never a problem until you get leadership like this. They had the same problem back in the late 70s with Carter, but not as bad. But the senior officers in the military said, when you get a president like that, you keep your head down. And you put in your time because you're working for something beyond them. But I was actually and it's, I was actually able to get into the Air Force without a diploma, Dom. Um, I was 17 at the time, and I went to the Air Force to sign up. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, you're an illegally emancipated minor, so that's fine. But you don't have a diploma, and we won't even test you if you don't have a diploma. So I went to the Army. And they let me take the ASVAB test, and I wound up with a general of 96, 99, 95, 91. And I took them scores back to the Air Force recruiter. And he said, okay, we'll take you in, but you have to get your diploma when you get your first permanent duty station. Okay. So I think I'm an exception to that. Um, but in, in large part, you're right, is that you need that basis of a diploma or a GED in order for not so much to know that you can do the job, but so that the Navy knows that you can do the job, because that's just as important. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, without it, particularly but, as we, and you know better with your daughter and everything, uh, more skilled, higher skilled. There's more of that. I'm sure there's some unskilled jobs, but it's definitely more of that. The president counts, too. But during bad well, times with the president, I think well, you, you can't say that. But whatever the inducements, see, I believe with the police and with the military, whatever inducements we need to get great numbers of qualified people, that's what we ought to do. It's worth it. Well, I'm telling you, it's just a change in leadership. When I signed up, Reagan had just become president. Right. And I think when Trump becomes president, a lot of people who are naturally inclined to military service will say, now's a good time to get in. And uh, and enlistment will pick back up again. But that's my prediction. But I, I wanted to share with you the greatest deal ever. I haven't heard it yet. And I'm doing it now. <laughs> Um, last week, I sent a online check for $28,000 to a esteemed member of the Nigerian royal oh. family. And you <laughs> yeah. can laugh if you want, but next week, I'm expecting a check for a quarter million dollars. Oh, there you man. go. But, wow, yeah. that's a but, great uh, deal. Yeah. But if you take that deal, Google Nigerian family, and you found, and you'll find out there is no Nigerian family. Yeah, you, you know, and thing. I've never understood why that's a big industry in Nigeria. Apparently, there are skyscrapers built of these people doing it around the clock. That Nigeria the is reason, the capital. The same reason why the pet rock sold so big because there's a lot of stupid people in the world. That's all. Yep. You guys have a great you, day, Robert. man. I appreciate it. That is a spin on the deal. That is it, Dan. But why Nigeria? You know, it's a capital of this stuff that they run this more than anybody imaginable. And it must work at least in some minimal level that they can keep going. All right, 855-83, is it the commander-in-chief? Is that the reason? And I try to look at it, our own recruitment issue here in Philadelphia, and that's to be a cop. And the story of these cops on Friday night going into Fair Fairhill I think this is really their first shot, the media, any number of these activist groups. They're still fighting the last election. And Philadelphia people said, you know what? I want the person that's going to use constitutional stop and frisk, Sherelle Parker. I don't want someone like Helen Gim who's going to get more people shot. The Inquirer is still fighting that war. They will not let up on this. 
They have no solution. They're in an ivory tower. Many of them are protected. They have money, all you know, the whole thing. They don't live in the Badlands. They don't live over in uh, Fairhill, by and large. And their solution is blame the NRA, blame the Oaks Gun Show, and uh, blame the cops and blame Sherelle Parker. They want to defeat Stop and Frisk. They want to take that out. They can't stand that because it's effective and because it can be done. You have to be careful with it. We don't want to violate people's rights. We don't want to be excessive with it. And on and on it goes. But it saves lives. It's, it's, it's just a, That's what it's about. I should have said that when we took the first look at it. It's not even about these two cops. It's about stopping Stop and Frisk. And anything like that, they don't want law enforcement. They don't want to be proactive. They just think if they can hammer the NRA, legal gun owners enough, magically, people will stop killing each other in Philadelphia. Same reason they don't go after Krasner. All right, let's go to, um, well, Tom, we're coming to your call next. I want to hear what you have to say about recruitment. But right now, it is time for It's Dobbs Money Melody. Yes, today we're paying for a pair of tickets to the Bucks County Paracon, the first annual paranormal conference on March 9th at the Zlock Performing Arts Center in Bucks County. I think we did uh, Brian Kilme there. For tickets and information, visit bucks.edu slash tickets, bucks.edu slash tickets. Um, it's March we, 9th. I don't know if I put that on there. Yeah, March 9th. Yeah. Uh, one time uh, we went for a talkers convention. We were at an X-Files uh, party. <laughs> uh, they took over the hotel where we were staying, and that was quite unusual to see the X-Files people. Was there a crossover between Art Bell fans and uh, yes, X-Files? Yes, it was very much. They were costumed. They were doing all kinds of <laughs> There was all kinds of catch lines. And I think the X-Files was clever. I didn't know all the. Um, it was in Secaucus of all places. And what Rose, what uh, Roe, DJ, and Luke had to put up with when we go on tour for yeah, uh, yeah. And don't be a prize hound today. If you were going to enjoy a paranormal conference yes. in this ring, if you're not yeah, going right. to enjoy, it, don't yeah. just try to get the W. All right, Dan, what do you have? Yeah, so Dom, today uh, I'm going to pray some tribute to uh, the upcoming Oscars. Why not? Okay. Someone that's uh, very involved in it. Someone that you've considered a great actor at one point in your life, but I think that opinion might have changed. But Dom, I want to know today who it is covering this song. Dom, we're looking for the singer today. It's a cover song, and it's someone who's very involved with the Oscars. Uh, take a listen. You saw me standing alone Without oh my a dream God. of my heart Without a love of my own One more time Blue moon You saw me standing alone They get this Without a dream of my heart Without a love of my own Oh man, alright Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Who is covering that song? And you heard all the Oscar stuff and et cetera that Dan threw in there. Hit us with that. And again, if you really want to go to the paranormal, it's quite a hoot. Would be a lot of fun. It's a nice facility, easy to get to. 
We've uh, done stuff out of there. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the Money Melody. Show me the money. All right, let's hear the clue again. Who is this golden voice covering this famous song? You saw me standing alone Without a dream in my heart Without a love of my own Let's go to Kathy and Willow Grove. Kathy, you're on Talk Radio 1210. Who's covering the song, Kathy? Hi, guys. Is that Robert De Niro? Yes! What a golden ear, Kathy. I'll put you on hold. It is... Robert De Niro, that's why Dan talked about some of the uh, stuff related to Oscars, Oscars and all yeah. that. No, he is a great actor, there's no doubt. I mean, I'm not going to be like you with Bruce Springsteen. I give him credit. He's There's a run of a couple movies in the mid to late 2000s, though, that really tarnished his career. Oh, well, he's yeah, he's, he started doing stuff just critically. to make money, it seems like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, actor supporting role, Robert De Niro, Killers of the Flower Moon, up there. And uh, I, I thought you went 180 on him at one point, but I, yeah. now that I think about it, that's Alec Baldwin, 100%, yeah. Uh, Did I, you ever think Baldwin was a good actor? Mm, yes. Yeah? Yeah, I'd say good. Yeah, I mean, he's so hypocritical, obnoxious, and all that. I, I don't know particular roles I'd have to think about. With De Niro, that's interesting. there's no doubt. He's he's one of the top three, four, five of the last, and you put in the number of years. I still think Denzel Washington's the best, but uh, there you go. I'm not going to take it away from him just because. Uh, yeah. Sounds um, remarkably similar to Earl and Taconi, too. When he yes, absolutely. All right, the latest wrinkle in the border, Texas wants the U.S. to give proof of ownership of the land. Does the U.S. own this land, or is it the state of Texas? We're talking about Shelby Park. Uh, that's just out there in the last uh, little bit. So the battle uh, continues. And so far, Texas is winning on this. They're able to keep on doing what they've been doing. And Biden has not uh, come forward in any meaningful way to stop what's going on in Shelby Park, which is to follow the law. They can put up all the razor wire they want. The government has the ability to cut the wire but uh, that depends on where they do it and ownership of the land and all these other issues. So go Texas on this whole thing. All right, 855-839-1210, though. You get on board. 
uh, talking about the Navy particularly now, saying no high school diploma. And I just was coming back to the police, the age-old thing here. I think in the suburbs, we seem to think police recruitment is doing better. But you got to do whatever you have to do, not just to recruit people, but high-quality people. That's money well spent to me. And if that's what the inducement, that's what you have to do. But watch this story. You know, we're, uh, what, two days and not even two days into it. Well, we are two days into it. We're about 60 hours into it. The Friday night shooting over in Fairhill, which forms a border on Kensington. I think it's the west of Kensington. Or is it west of Kensington? It's right there. It's a badlands. Cops uh, putting it on the line to go into a place with a bunch of guys who may or may have illegal weapons because one of them walked in. Probable cause they had an illegal weapon. That's stop and frisk. That's Terry stops. It's common sense. How could you be against that? Well, the Inquirer's got a story up right now, Dan, to my point. Home repairs decrease gun violence in Philadelphia. Home repairs. So this old house, or who's, who's the top home repair guy of the years? If we just had enough of that, we wouldn't have this gun violence. Now, look, blight, call it what you will in a neighborhood. We know that doesn't help. That's true. It says people don't care, do whatever you want. It spurs laws to some degree. But you have people walking around that are felons many times, or even if not felons, with weapons that are not legal, shooting each other and shooting others they didn't even intend to shoot, or shooting people and robbing things if they don't just walk in and shoplift. And the solution is, no, don't let the police take away those illegal weapons. By magic, do something about this. Just waiting to pounce on this. We saw the disaster of eight years of Kenny, Krasner, outlaw. Just look at what they did. Progressives many times are just silly. They get you enraged. But many times they'll get you killed, too. They'll get a lot of people killed. And that's exactly what's going on here. All right, 855-839-1210 is uh, how you get on board. Let me go to Tom and Media. Tom, you're next on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Tom, welcome in. Uh, good afternoon. How are you? Good, Tom. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, fan of the show, Dom's show, uh, Dawn show. Thank uh, you. I, I think when, when you open up the, uh, uh, the place in the city as opposed to the suburbs, I have friends who are, who are police officers in the suburbs, and it's just, in fact, I had dinner with one of the police chiefs, and I said, you know, being a cop in Springfield is completely different than being a cop in the city. And he said, you got that right. It's completely two different things. And I think that leads to a lot, uh, comes from a lot of things uh, that we know in the city, and there's really a complex problem. So I agree with you on the city, and they've got to change that. I think stop and frisk could be a good idea. Even Bloomberg did that up in New York. Yeah, even Bloomberg followed it, and he's more liberal than not after um, Giuliani because he's a rational guy, and he knows that it works, and it can be done constitutionally. Sure. Now, in regard to recruitment into the armed forces, I think this is is a big problem. I think one of the problems is is there's so much emphasis on kids who shouldn't go to college going to college to get their – you know, a religious studies degree or the philosophy degree. Mm-hmm. Not that you don't need any of those, but you, you, know, you don't 
you just don't go to college just because it's the next step. I don't think the picture painted for a uh, career in the armed forces is painted clearly enough. I have a lot of friends that went to college, and then they were career officers in, in the Navy and in the Air Force, and that, you know, that seemed to be great. But in reference to your a previous caller, when they said that they think that the leadership, uh, once uh, Trump gets elected, will, the approval will really rise. And I had a real hard time with that because this is the same stand, sitting president that on a trip to Europe called the 1,800 Marines who died suckers. That's a quote. Oh, also, we, we don't know about that. That has not been established. I hear what you're saying, but at that time, that's not been established. Yeah, but then there's also, uh, when he was going to go visit the, the uh, cemetery, the American cemetery outside Paris, uh, he said he, uh, the, air, the uh, helicopter couldn't fly and the Secret Service wouldn't drive him. That was bull. And he called those people losers. So I think if he had to be honest, um, I mean, you can't, you can't line up behind this draft dodging orange Jesus. I just can't. I, I am a reformed. I was a Republican for years until 2016. I can't believe the Republican Party is actually backing this person. Where are the good Republicans, the ones that I grew up with, out of the, you know, Ronald Reagan, uh, you know, the, the previous uh, Republican presidents? I don't understand you, yourself and your whole crew there on WCAU. How can you support this this jerk? Now, all right, Biden, all right, Tom, I give you enough time to lay it all out. We've been through this a million times uh, with this. And WCAU, again, by the way. yeah, WCAU. Right, okay. <laughs> but the, the Republican Party, that Republican Party, uh, to a lot of people, and the, the remnants of it that are there, they object to it. I object the Bushes, Mitch McConnell wanting to bomb Tehran now. And there is a different motive going on. And look, people recognize the failings of Trump. We go through this all the time, be it evangelicals or anybody else. But they look at the upside here, and they look at the policies, and they see the success of that. And they don't see in the Nikki Haley's and umpteen others like her somebody that they agree with anymore. I think Trump's greatest legacy, no unending wars. Now, how did he stay out of situations where we had to put boots on the ground? We've seen that again and again. We're hearing it again with Iran. They sense weakness with Biden. They sense that we allowed, without striking back thoroughly, the first time, all these militia groups, all the Iranian groups. But now the solution is not to go in and get into a land war and have Americans get killed with Iran. You heard Colonel uh, Alan West today lay out what he would do in that situation, and it's much different than that. All right, 855-839-1210. You know, I'd have to look and see recruitment during the Trump years versus the Biden years, but we've heard these arguments, particularly with Bill Clinton. There was when we saw a noticeable difference. But getting rid of a high school degree is not the way to go in this to recruit large numbers of people. I don't think the Philadelphia police should be thinking, well, let's lower a standard here or there, whatever that might be, like physical fitness. I don't think so. What they have to do is offer more inducements to get hordes of qualified people. And it doesn't help 
when you have these two cops, I mean, I think they ought to be commended. They easily, just think about that. It's a Friday night. They see this guy. Hey, we didn't see anything. Be easy to say. Just think of what they're risking. This guy, probable cause, has a gun, maybe illegal. They know they're going into, with all due respect to this place. You know, I told you I have experience when we uh, saw these delis, these stop and goes and all. This is difficult. Anybody in there could be packing illegally and blast you in a heartbeat. And there were a bunch of guys in there. The report says with hoodies on and may or may not uh, have an illegal weapon. They get one cop shot. I wonder if anybody helped there. It doesn't seem to be at all. They had to call in for backup, and they took the guy out in the course of it. And instead of saying, boy, look at for, you know, just little reward. We had people willing to put it on the line like that, these cops. What's the inquired doing and Krasner will do and all these activists? They're going to use them to send a message to Sherelle Parker. Here's a message. Stop and frisk is dead on arrival. Now, you may not agree with Sherelle Parker. I get it. And we'll see instances of this in various policies and all that. She knows that. We know that going in. But on the big things like public safety, she won the election on this. She stood by these cops. And it's constitutional. There's no doubt about it. Why are we still going to? Yes, it can get messy in these neighborhoods because these people are not used to under Daniel Outlaw, a lot of cops. You'd have to be nuts to be following this guy into this situation. And the reason is she's not going to back you in a million years. She doesn't care about that. Too busy getting her nails done or saying uh, female cops can have nail polish and then heading off to another cushy job. Just one of the most disgraceful ears in history under Daniel Outlaw and Kenny and, of course, Krasner. So why do they do it? They're driven to serve and protect. And again, immediately, the mob is just waiting. And it's not just about police in general. It's about we're going to stop, stop, and frisk. We're going to send Sherelle Parker a message early on. You're not going to do stop and frisk in Philadelphia. Not with the Philadelphia Inquirer and all these activists here. We're not giving up on this battle. This is what we're up against. Not just criminals, progressives. You didn't build that. Constantly just seething at common sense and reality. They hate reality. And the reality is those cops were right to follow that guy in there. And then whatever happens after that, that's due to the atmosphere in Philadelphia and criminal behavior. And the guy got killed, and as far as I can tell under this, what are you supposed to do? 855-839-1210. You get a line right now. Hit us on the side question. All-time great deals. This coming off the border deal, uh, going back and forth. That's uh, what we're looking for, real or Fictional. Tom G. Your Danner Show. Welcome in, everyone. So we just see um, last few minutes a uh, decision. The guy who leaked not only President Trump's taxes, but a bunch of ultra wealthy people, Bezos, a whole laundry list, has gotten five years in a plea bargain deal. Now, why people are upset is this. He intentionally, according to this report, joined the IRS and had a way to defeat what they tried to do to stop people from releasing your tax information. 
And it wasn't just one camp. You know, he did it intentionally to get at Trump. But then he got it. Rick Scott, the senator from Florida, who's a billionaire, apparently, uh, Bezos, a bunch of others to try to show the ultra wealthy are not paying, quote, their fair share of taxes. Now, this is egregious stuff. We all know your tax information, what you have to go through with the IRS. We know about the gravity of this. So uh, this guy's name is Little John, last name. And yeah, yeah. yeah, and I believe there, there's, according to the news account that's out, there is clear intentionality of joining because he found a loophole and a way to exploit this. So you're thinking all he did was do this in five years. Well, multiple counts on multiple people. And I don't know about you, but all he did was, this is supposed to be hyper-protected. You would think, right, that, you know, this this is very sensitive private information. Are we going to hear the old song? Well, you know, what are you worried about if you have nothing to hide? Well, what you're worried about is that, uh, you know, we already have this ability with the IRS that there's worryment about what they're doing. And then if we have people there getting access to records in this manner, I think if it were on the left, they might say health records. I'd say both. You got to know, buddy, you set out to do this intentionally and you think you're a great crusader. I, I don't know how many people I have to look at the exact count of engaging in this. And you want to be seen as the uh, fighting the good fight by exposing the so-called ultra wealthy in America how they don't pay their fair share of taxes. Uh, maybe we want to start with Hunter Biden. Maybe we want to start with Biden. People are not going to stand for this. He got off light with a five-year sentence, I think. This isn't a small matter. Particularly, that's only one count that it was pleading guilty to in engaging in this. And apparently, it was with intentionality of getting in there to do this. Dan, what do you think? Well, I'd give this guy 20 years at least. To send a message to everybody else. No, you can't go into the IRS, engage in this stuff, because you want to expose people. Who's no, next here? No, you can't do that. I mean, we're already scrutinized by the IRS. If they feel that Trump did something illegal, or this is, uh, he's trying to say in the broad, the stupid lines. If Biden says more tired lines than anybody. Wealthy getting away with this. Uh, These teachers and nurses in front of me, they pay more than them. Avoidance of all this, the Kevlar and the deer, you know, constant lines on this. Well, then let's let's look at what the tax policy is. Who's doing what here, allegedly? What? And if you violate the law in this, which is a hyper secret and sacred matter, your IRS form with intentionality, you deserve more than five years in jail. Because this wasn't just, I'm not saying just because he got Trump. He tried to do it. He did it with uh, Bezos. Um, I'm not sure who printed his up or not. Rick Scott. I don't think Rick Scott's doing anything illegal. And it's your patriotic duty to pay only what you legitimately owe. No, it's not, according to the left. It's your patriotic duty that you're too wealthy, and we'll determine what you're going to pay. Yeah! God. It's hard to believe five years. I know it seems lengthy for what is seen as a white-collar crime here. 
But just think of the damage within the system. And we're supposed to say with the IRS, we want 87,000 more agents? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right, Dan's going wild here. So that's, <laughs> Sorry, I can't. Okay, that's it's it. not myself. Yeah. It's a great yeah. last name. All right, let's, little John. Okay, let's go to uh, David in Somerset. David, thanks for the wait. Hi. No problem, Dom. How are you today? Good, David. Um, hey, mine. My deal is the Silna brothers. Um, they purchased the the Spirit of St. Louis. Uh, it was an ABA basketball team, and only four teams got to go into the NBA. And where other owners took a one-time buyout play- payment from the NBA, uh, they had a lawyer draw up a, uh, a, a, a deal that they got paid for media revenue. They got a percentage of media revenue. This is 1976. Um, at first, everybody was laughing at them. But over the course of time, Bird, Magic, MJ coming into the league and all the media platforms that came about, they ended up making – the NBA kept trying to buy them out or get out of this deal. Um, they ended up bought out, I think, in 2016, $500 million, and oh. they already probably made close to $500 oh million. So yeah. they made a billion dollars wow. without ever fielding a team, hiring anybody, renting out a sports arena. They just got a check every single year, and they still get paid right now from the four ABA teams. They get a percentage of their media revenue. So – the one brother died, but the other one, I mean, it, this is the most brilliant deal I have ever heard in my life. What a deal. That is a great one. That is kind of stuff we're looking for, uh, Dan. Well, how about Bobby Bonilla? I think Bobby Bonilla, formerly the contract comes through the Mets. I think he started in Pittsburgh. I think every year he gets about a million and a half or 1.9 million, and he still <laughs> seems like he has... Could it be? I think he stopped playing 15 years ago. Could it be that he still has something like 15 years left? What, what's his? Goes until uh, 2020 or 2035. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah. yeah, they still have a couple years left on that. And how much per year does he get? Every July, he gets 1.19 million dollars. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Now you could say with Bidenomics, it takes a bite out of that and all, but uh, that's not a bad deal to continue that. That you, I guess, the tax consequence. Maybe this guy, Little John, oh, you were doing the rapper, I see now, uh, may, yeah, may, may expose this guy. Do you think five years is too much with doing this? I, I just, it's an outrageous thing to set about to do. Well, then what are you supposed to do with privacy and your tax form? If you're doing something illegal or there's a dispute with the IRS, they'll take care of it. Do we need public exposure of this? Is that where we should go? No, five years is a piddling amount considering what he did. 855-839-1210. Coming up, we have the uh, lightning round here. Jump in. All-time great deal. That is a good contender. I like that one a lot. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round. That is right. Got some great ones today. Uh, picking up here toward the end. Coming off the border deal and all this stuff back and forth about deals. All-time deal. Doesn't have to be equal. Could be fictional, like Godfather 2. Let's go to Jerry in Wilmington on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, uh, Jerry, what do you have today? Hi, Dom. Can you can you hear me okay? Yeah, loud and clear. I got a new phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, um, That's great. yeah, there was a professor in Hungary in 1974 who was making $200 a month. He invented a cube. His name was Rubik. And an agent of his took us to uh, 
Paris in, in Toy Fair. Anyway, long story short, Ideal bought it, and they've sold 450 million now. Wow. They've made in sales five billion. He made a hundred million. It's in the uh, Toy Hall of Fame. The little little cube. That is a Wait. good one. Yep, definitely. Look, I'm not intrigued by that. Dan, the Rubik's Cube, maybe because I haven't done it successfully. Like Never? people that do. Neither have I. I can't, uh, I can't figure it out. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, they spin, like spin blocks and they match up magically. Like, what's going yeah. on here? Uh, this is an outside-the-box one, but it's our guy, Joe of Exton on Talk Radio 1210. Joe, what do you have today? Uh, yes. Hello, Dom. Hi, Joe. What? My art of the deal is the Garden of Eden. The serpent said to Adam and Eve, you eat this apple and you'll become as immortal as I am. <laughs> okay. It's going back. Yeah. It's going way back. So, uh, yes, that's a very interesting one. Uh, they were taking a deal with the devil there, you know. So I'm sorry I'll have Joe's theme music with me. Oh, now. God. Right? Yeah, the Garden of Eve. All right, Bill in uh, Bucks County. Bill, what's yours? Well, uh, the deal maker of all time, uh, Monty Halperin, better known as Monty Hall. Okay, uh, that's the guy, but I'm not sure if that qualifies or not there, Dan. But let's make a deal. Okay, I like this next one. It's a pretty good one. Dan and Fleetwood. Dan, what do you have? Hi, Dom. It's a throwback, um, out-of-the-box, silly one that just reminds me of my grandmother grabbing the cart and said, we got to go to aisle 13 in Kmart. It's a blue light special. <laughs> yes. That was the genius of Kmart. Yeah, people love a little excitement, a little game toward that, rushing toward that aisle. I was never there when a blue light special went off, but um, let's see. Uh, Drew in Upper Darby. Drew, what's yours today? Hey, Dom, thank, thank you so much for having me. Um, you know what? This is kind of vanilla or generic, but when 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 Jeffrey Lurie bought the Eagles, I believe in around 1994, I think he bought them for like $180 million. Now I believe they're worth well over $5 billion. That's not a bad deal, huh, bro? I, I think that's uh, underappreciated. I think it's more than $5 billion just on the craziness scale. We're like, you know, the best soccer teams in the world here in Philadelphia. Dan, I think the franchise still that's still worth the most, though, regrettably, is the Dallas Cowboys. Right. Yeah. But, you know, if you have the money and you can convince them you're stable or whatever and you get any sports franchise almost, you got to try not to make big money and appreciate Because yeah, there's for- only so few of them. Who wouldn't like to own the Eagles? According to Forbes... Uh, is this 2023? This seems wrong. Four point built, four point oh billion for the Cowboys. Yeah, I think that's wrong. Yeah, I, I, I think it's, it is, it's definitely over that. If the yeah, are it's, five, the yeah. soccer teams might be higher. Nine billion now. Sorry about that. Nine, Nine billion. billion. Jerry yeah. Jones, an idiot, right? And able to do this. All right, Dan. I think uh, I, I sniffed a winner there, but let's see what you said. Just, just uh, real quick. It's number ten for the Eagles. Ten most, or ten highest valued, ten highest in the world. Yeah, uh, wow. we got a lot out of the Babe Ruth trade. Dave in New Jersey, yeah. I thought was a good right. one. Uh, I liked uh, Roberts Nigerian Prince had some humor to it. But the one I didn't know today, and I, I thought it was yep. a great information, was Dave and Somerset yes. with the Solna brothers getting eight hundred million dollars from the NBA in a TV deal after 
acquiring the Spirit of St. Louis ABA team. It's a fascinating story to look into. The yeah, just, brothers. just take their media somehow or another. They were going to get money from that, and it continues now. That that was a clear, very, yeah. very good one. Yeah, they took media right, revenue, yep. That's the winner. We'll put the name in the hat. We'll do it all again tomorrow. If you have a suggestion for a side question, of course, we'd always love to hear it. Uh, follow on Twitter until tomorrow at Dom Show 1210 at Dom Show 1210. We'll see if there's any more in this police shooting, but I'm convinced... Boy, these guys deserve just all kinds of backing because this is the first shot, so to speak. They're going to stop, stop and frisk. This is a classic stop and frisk, and it worked. I believe they took an illegal gun and a dangerous person out. That's not a bad outcome. Follow on Twitter at DomShow1210. I'll monitor that. We'll have more tomorrow. Uh, Richie always next. Thanks to Dan and Jim here. Four big hours with Rich. Right here on Talk Radio 1210. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.